You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Interstate Batteries offers a wide variety of batteries for your everyday needs. Stop into one of their thousands of retail locations and talk with a battery specialist about batteries for your truck, trail cameras, and even those weird batteries for your rangefinder. Interstate Batteries even offers cell phone repair in certain locations. For more information, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to the Nine Finger Chronicles Hunting Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Johnson, and I can't believe that 2024 marks 10 years of podcasting. Over the last decade, I have had the pleasure of talking with hundreds upon hundreds of passionate outdoors men and women who share the same excitement for hunting as I do. Whether you hunt public lands or private property, shoot traditional archery equipment or high-powered rifles, we all have one thing in common, and that's our love for the great outdoors. This year, I plan on continuing that tradition and bringing educational and entertaining content to your ears. Thank you for your continued support, and I hope you all have the best seasons of your life. Good vibes in, good vibes out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of No Foreplay. This is episode number three, I believe, and today... Jeremy Dinsmore from the Antler Up podcast is back on the show, and we are going to talk about how antlerless deer tags are allocated in Pennsylvania, and I can speak on Iowa a little bit. Uh, It sounds like Pennsylvania's way of getting doe tags is a little complicated, and Jeremy expresses that, but this is no foreplay, so we're going to get right into today's episode, but before that, I got to run down a list of the partners here on the Nine Finger Chronicles podcast, and that is Tethered. If you're looking for a saddle, go check out tethered if you are looking for an amazing set of broadheads go check out wasparchery.com discount code nfc20 if you're looking for the best optics in the game go check out vortexoptics.com if you're looking for some of the best scents and highest quality controlled scents in the game codebluesense.com discount code nfc20 Uh, If you're looking for uh, an an amazing habitat tool, go check out woodmanspal.com. If you're looking for, in my opinion, one of the best lineups of hunting clothing and hunting gear, uh, go check out huntworthgear.com. All right. And don't forget my new company, fullsneakgear.com. Those are the partners. Please go out and support the people who support this podcast. Hey, this is no foreplay. Let's get right into it three two one all right welcome back to no foreplay this series is meant to 
go quick. Uh, we're not going to BS. We're going to get right into it. We've BSed before we started recording, and we BSed a little last week. But uh, Jeremy Dinsmore here again from the Antler Up podcast. I want you, 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 you texted me this morning, and you said, hey, I got, a, I got an idea or two uh, that, yep. I want, that I would love to discuss on this podcast. And what is that first idea that you wanted to discuss? So the first one I want to talk about, Dan, is the antlerless deer tag thing situation that Pennsylvania does. So just for mumble jumble's sake, I'll I'll refer to it as like a doe tag instead of the official, you know, antlerless deer tag, just so it's short. Yep. So to kind of give everybody a quick background, there are 22 wildlife units in the state of Pennsylvania. So like you know, basically 4D, 1A, like all that stuff. Like whatever county area you live in, the map is separated by these 22 different wildlife management units. So with that, though, you each unit has a certain amount of doe tags they sell. Okay, so for the state of Pennsylvania this past year, they were it was over a million tags. Okay, so there was one... One unit had a decrease of 1,000 tags they could sell. Mm-hmm. The four units had zero change, but then other every other unit then had an increase. So an increase from maybe 1,000 more extra doe tags to like the unit where I live currently had 22,000 extra doe tags on top of what it was the previous year, mm-hmm. okay? So obviously there's a lot of tags going around. In the years past, so the way we used to have to get our doe tags here in the state of Pennsylvania, you had to send in these pink envelopes. So the hunting licenses went on sale like June, say 23rd, something along those lines. And then around July 9th or 8th, whatever that Monday would be, you would be able to then send in your envelopes for whatever unit you want, right? You could pick one doe tag. Now you could have up to six by the time it's all said and done but you're only able to get one at a clip. Okay. Okay. It's kind of like a head scratcher. Like, why can't you just get what you want type of ordeal? Yeah. And that's what we'll, we'll kind of get to that. So in years past, that's what you would have to do. Then there would be second round. And then, you know, maybe a unit would sell out. So like where I hunt back at home, that sells out usually day one. Yeah. Because there's not a lot there. There's not a lot of doe tags there. So I always put that one in first. And then you see, okay, now I'll grab a couple for here where I live, all that stuff. This past year, they did it the first day you could buy your hunting license. So screw the whole waiting a couple weeks. They also got rid of the pink envelopes. So all these guys that were used to the pink envelopes now rush to their their local guns gun shop, Dick's Sporting Goods, where you name it, day one. And there was like lines, like people were freaking out thinking these doe tags were going to sell out. You know, and yeah. we just said there was a million on uh, you know availability. So, and then the online thing as well, like online purchasing of your hunting license in the state of Pennsylvania started a couple years ago, but then obviously this past year was the first year you could purchase your doe tag along with it. Yeah. So like with that, my thing is like, I want to know like in the state of Iowa, like my, my preference would be you could go if you go in person, whether you're online, whatever, I would just like to be able to go in. And just say, hey, I want, even if you could pick two or three at a time, and then later in the second round, you could, like, fill up. So, like, still here in the state of Pennsylvania, you could get one at one, one during one week. Then a couple weeks later, you could get another 
just one. So even if you missed one the first week, you could still only get one during round two. Does that make sense? Like you, you Dude, can't. This is so complicated already. Yeah. Like I, I don't. Know. I'm. 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 I don't want to sound like an idiot, but I'm having trouble following what you're trying to say. And yeah. if, and if, and I'm not. Like I'm not claiming to be smart or anything like that. But if it's this complicated to to try to get an antlerless doe tag in Pennsylvania, then then it that that system needs to be revised in right. some way, shape, or right. form. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I, I appreciate that because that's what, that's the gist I want to get at. Like, why can't we just go and say, Hey, I want if I want six antler, you know, antlerless doe tags and mm-hmm. I want them for this units. Are they available? Yes. Thank you. Here's my, my credit card. Yes. Yes. All right. In Iowa, absolutely love what we do here. I'm a resident. I can buy my buck tag and I can hunt anywhere in the state for that. Okay, I can use that buck, my archery buck tag anywhere I want. I can I can use my firearm tag for a buck anywhere I want. It is a deer statewide deer tag. Okay, here's the here's where I like what comes into play. All of our tag allocation uh, for for antlerless deer come uh, come from the county. Okay, so I live in a highly populated uh, county in Iowa. And so I am allowed on the 20 and it's a first come first serve. I'm always going to get my buck tag. I don't need to worry about that. But in the County that I live in, we have a high population and a, a, a medium quota. And so though at, on the, I'm only allowed to buy one doe tag in August when that when that time opens up i believe it's the 15th or the 25th and then i can't do it again until september okay i can't buy any more tags until september so i can buy my buck tag i can buy my late season muzzleloader tag i uh my my buck tag but then when it comes to the the county that i live in i can uh i can i i got to i have to buy that one first because if i don't it's going to sell out so right. each county has a quota, all right? Now, in northwestern Iowa, you can't shoot does because our population isn't, um, at, at least the last couple of years when I looked at the harvest reports, they're not even selling doe tags because the population is down so much. Okay. Now, in the county that I grew up in, it, it's like 5,000 some. The county south of that, it's like seven uh, 7,500 doe tags. And so... They never sell out. So I can go and I can hunt. Dude, if I wanted to go back and and try to hunt 7,000 deer, I could do that. I could buy, I could go back, I could shoot my my doe, go back, buy another tag, go back, go back, go back. I could even probably, I'm not sure if there's a cap on it, but I can go in and buy 10 doe tags at one time. Wow. Okay. But that's based on, on county. That doe tag is not transferable to the next county. So if I want to if I want to shoot a doe in the county that I live in, I have to use that tag, right? And I really like that. Uh, aside from a zone management, it's county management. It just gives you a more detailed look at what the deer herd is doing in those areas. Now every right. year you see it fluctuate, and I I feel that it's easier. Um, rumor has it. Uh, I don't know if the DNR has come out with an official statement yet, but in certain counties in Southeast Iowa, EHD, 
has been rumored to hit and hit really hard. Well, the cool thing about that is when the Department of Natural Resources starts doing their research and trying to provide tag allocation numbers for next hunting season, they can take some of that harvest data, they can take some of the this kill data uh, and research that they've done, uh, you know, whatever other method that they take in in calculating the population of the deer herd, then they can adjust those quota numbers to match to yep. match, you know, what what the deer herd is actually doing at that that time. And so I really like how Iowa does it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. So like, it's very similar to, I mean, like I said, so like I live currently in, in unit 4D. Again, that's the one where, I mean, there's like 80,000 doe tags available. Yeah. And then where I go and get my first one is in 4C. That's the one I said is usually sells out day one because there's not as many. There's only, I think like 15 or 20,000, like, please don't quote me. I'm, I'm, I'm just throwing a number out there. So like, it really just, like you said, it, you're able to kind of see like, okay, hey, like 4D, man, it was just either not a lot of people fill tags and we got a big population. Like, so we got to up it. Like, let's get people buying and, and, and killing a little bit. Yeah. So it is at that same premises. But the frustrating thing, like I said, is just the whole like, in the end, I got them, right? Yeah. Like I got my tags. That's, it's just the process. It's, there's yeah. got to be a simpler way. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't see a problem with it turning in, like, just turn it into online, man. Mm-hmm. You, everything you need, it you can, you can do online and you can get it sent to you or you can have a print off, you know, obviously the tag, I don't know, like if you do it online, you don't actually have a physical tag. Or maybe you print a tag and you make sure that you have that paper copy around the deer, or or they send it into the mail. Because I bought a I bought a hard copy. It's like a driver's license, and it's yep. uh, and it's good to where I can just instead of having to go find my actual license that comes on a tag, it's like a credit card size or a, a driver's license, and I can hand it to a DNR officer if I ever get checked. You know, yep. and so the 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 system i feel is in place it just needs to be but then you then you i don't even want to get into this but then you start involving the government and Mm -hmm. you're saying hey it should take it's going to cost 10 million dollars to build a website that's going to be able to do that and you're then i go no it shouldn't really no it shouldn't it shouldn't it should be very simple um here here's what you want here's what you know here's what we have available you know, and then the system based off of coding checks itself like, oh, we have on our records that you already bought uh, a buck tag for this unit. Or we have on record that you still have, you know, five doe tags that are unfilled. Right. right. And so I'm not, I don't know, man. It's it's different for every state. I I just base everything off of what is the DNR's research 
telling us. And then that right. should tell you that should tell you what units, zones, counties can can hold that many tags, or right. alloc- how much how how many tags should be allocated to that zone or county. Right. Do you know, so when we used to have to send our pink envelopes in, do you know where we used to have to send it to to get the check cash and all that stuff? Oh, man. I'm guessing it's out of state. No, we would have to send it to our county treasurer. Really? Yeah. Like, so not even anything to deal with the game commission, nothing. We'd have to send it to our county treasurer or like one nearby. Yeah. Mail it to them. They would get those pink envelopes. And then we'd have to have like a return address and stamped it on the other side. Man, I I did it for years and every year I'm always like second guessing myself, making sure I fill that sucker out correctly. Oh, so yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad they moved away from that. Like that's a step in the right direction. So it's like, okay, let's continue to build and improve this process. Um, uh, I don't know. It's just. It, yeah. And then crazy. the other thing that I don't get is when it comes to license. All right. So the state of Iowa has what they call a habitat stamp. If you want to hunt, you have to have this habitat stamp. (laughs) Just make it part of the combination. Why do I have to choose it? So now what you've done is you have made it more complex for people to be hunting legally in in said state because you have to have this add-on, right? And sometimes, you know, I'm not going to, I don't want to talk trash on people who work at Walmart but some of the people who work at some of these places where you can buy hunting tags and hunting licenses, they don't hunt. They don't know the rules and regulations. All they know how to do is hit print, take your information yeah. and hit print, right? And so this, I don't think the system says, oh, you need it. So they can buy, I usually buy a hunt-fish combo, which is the a hunting and a fishing license all at the same time every year. And now... What we have here is uh, the first couple years I bought it, or well, one of the first years I bought it, and I did get checked, but it was before I went hunting uh, one yeah. day, and I believe I was fishing. I was fishing, and I I handed the guy. It was at a I think it was at a boat ramp somewhere. He goes, "Hey, can I see your fishing license?" I said, "Yeah, here it is." Then he goes, "I see you got a fishing license, hunting license combo, but you don't have the habitat stamp." You have to have a habitat stamp. I'm like, oh boy. So I had to go back. And then on an, another separate piece of paper, I had to have, it was basically a receipt that says habitat stamp. So now oh I had God. two things I had to carry around with me all the time. And so if, if, you're, if you're going to have a habitat stamp, right? I'm not sure if the money goes different places. Like if that the money from the habitat stamp goes to a different part of the conservation effort, or if it all goes into the department of natural resources or whatever the case may be, if it all goes to the same place, dude, just up the price of the tag. Don't add this complexity to it. And then on the other hand, but if it does go, I can understand if it does go a certain way, make it part of the the combo make it automatic but then have your system divvy it up that shouldn't be that shouldn't be my responsibility yeah yeah i'm with you on that there i just yeah i I just was thinking about it and i was like oh that was like one of our major you know changes as far as a pennsylvania resident like what the licenses and rules and all that stuff that was one that i was like you know what i wanted to just see what how you guys do it over in in your neck of the woods is it is it now simpler or is it still complex like 
I mean, it is a lot simpler in the sense that like you could buy it the day you buy your license, like opening day. You don't have to wait those couple weeks. We don't have to mail it in. It's just like, again, the, the waiting thing. Like mm-hmm. when I went and bought my second round, that's where I could really see the frustration amongst older individuals because I went into my local gun shop that's right up the road, supporting them and all that stuff. And I'm waiting in line. And if the guy, uh, excuse me, the guy in front of me didn't do round one. Okay. So, and the way things were warded, it almost sounded like you could, because it says you could have up to two during second round. Well, no duh, because you bought one, one round, and you bought your other one second round. So yeah. you're walking out with two tags. Well, what these guys thought, they could buy two round two. Oh, I got you. So they were like, uh, could I have one for four, you know, 4D yeah. and 2E and whatever? And they're like, no, 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 you can only pick one. And they're like, well, it's worded like here you could have up to two. Well, yeah, but you're only allowed one at a time. Like it was just like that, yeah. the, the confusing side of things when like in reality, it's like, okay, could we just, if you're allowed six total, could we do like, you could buy three at one time and then you could buy the, your last three at another time. Like I'm, I'm yeah. okay with splitting that, those dates up, like how you do in, in August and September or whatever that is. But for us to do it like in three separate or four separate rounds, like that's just so dumb to me. Yeah. Dude, I I like the way uh, states like Oklahoma and I think Texas do it. You show up to places that sell license. You got to buy your license. Then you buy your tags and it comes in a booklet. And it's just like, here is what you get this year. Right. Nice. Here, I mean, I, I believe they're all statewide. Right. And. You know, we could really go in and break down if that's an issue. Like if you live in it, because I think you get two bucks and three does in this booklet. Maybe it's more than three does, but you get the two bucks, the three does, and then you can, that's, that's your tags for the year. Now, if you, if you're in the Southwest part of the state, let's say that the lower deer numbers, in order to use those doe tags, you might have to go to a different part of the state. Or if you do, you know, you're having a bigger impact on the deer herd if you harvest those three does in a place where the numbers are lower. So I'm not sure what the actual, like what the balance would be. Again, hopefully it's not like decisions aren't being made for monetary value and more on research and analytics and finding out what the deer herd can sustain. Yeah, yeah. Simplicity, yeah. you know, kiss principle, man. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, <laughs> dude. In this world, that that <laughs> principle does not fly anymore. <laughs> it does not fly anymore. Uh, well, no, hey, man. man, we are uh, we're done. Are you done? I'm done, brother. I'm done. Hey, that's a quick no foreplay episode. I really appreciate your time. You're on the docket for a couple more, so keep brainstorming about uh, other topics that uh, we can talk about. And we'll talk to you next time, man. I like it, Dan. Thanks.